jerk. White homeless man Nevin R. Johnson sits on Sunset Boulevard. He once had wealth, power, and the love of a beautiful woman. But he was born a poor black child in Mississippi. His family would all sing and dance, but Nevin couldn't keep the beat. When he hears white music for the first time, he can keep the rhythm. He's so excited, he wakes the entire house. He heads to St. Louis, location of the radio show. His family tell him, The Lord loves a working man. Don't trust Whitey. And if you catch it, see a doctor and get rid of it. Navin finds a St. Louis filling station. Boss Harry Hartunian starts him at $1.10 per hour. Navin loves his new job, enclosing $2 for his family. When Harry discovers Navin sleeps under a jacked-up car, he brings Navin to the men's washroom. Navin thinks it's fabulous. Harry actually meant the storeroom. Navin says it's perfect. It's Navin's first Sunday alone at work. A car with hydraulics holding three men arrives. Navin's presented with a stolen credit card. The gangster claims he's Mr. Nussbaum and it's his wife's card. Navin understands that the car's stolen and calls the police. The thieves request two extra tyres. Navin discreetly attaches a rope to the car, the other end to a church's pipe. Navin says they've won a free oven mitt. As the thieves leave, they slowly tow the entire church. Navin's overjoyed at the new phone book. He's a somebody now. Sadly, a gunman also has the new phone book and chooses Navin at random to kill. Stan Fox's glasses always fall off his nose. Navin puts a small handle on the centre of the glasses with a nose break to prevent slippage. Stan says if he can develop it, he'll split the proceeds 50-50 with Navin. The gunman hits cans of oil. Navin initially thinks the cans are defective. He soon drives away in a car with its wheels removed. The getaway is a slow one. He drives into SJM Fiesta Show's Carnival's restricted area. He becomes a weight guesser. For a dollar, he'll guess people's weight, height or sex. Once Navin is finished displaying the small variety of possible prizes, people usually have already gone. Navin tells boss Frosty He's already given away eight pencils, two hula dolls and an ashtray, 
and only taken in $15. Frosty explains he's taken in $15, but given away 50 cents worth of crap. A net profit of $14.50. Now it's a profit deal. Navin's revitalized. People should step right up and win some crap. Patty Bernstein rides her motorbike through the flaming wall of death. Next day, she orders Navin to come inside her messy caravan, where she burps. Navin becomes alarmed when he realises something's happening to his special purpose. They have sex. Navin writes that he intends doing this every chance he gets. A boy called Billy steals Navin's miniature steam train. Eventually, he rescues Billy. Billy's guardian, Marie Kimball, kisses him on the cheek. Navin's incoherent. She thinks maybe he's asking her out. He stamps his foot twice for yes. Navin's home is the back of a truck with a ramp leading to the ground. Marie's his first guest there. They're dining on pizza in a cup. Marie is won over by it. Navin compliments Marie's skin. With permission, he grabs her face and pushes and stretches it. Then he licks her face from chin to eye socket. She asks if Navin has a girlfriend. Patty arrives on her motorbike. Things are awkward for Navin. Then Patty puts him on the floor. Patty attacks Marie, but Marie overpowers Patty. Navin says Marie protected him and so must really like him. That night, Navin's playing the ukulele and they're both singing. Marie plays a trumpet solo. Marie looks so beautiful and peaceful asleep. She almost looks dead. They've only known each other four weeks and three days. But to him, it seems like nine weeks and five days. The first day seemed like a week. The second day seemed like five days. The third day seemed like a week again. The fourth day seemed like eight days. The fifth day, Marie went to see her mother, and that seemed like just a day. But then she came back, and later, on the sixth day, in the evening, when they saw each other, that started seeming like two days. So in the evening, it seemed like two days spilling into the next day, and that started seeming like four days. So at the end of the sixth day, on into the seventh day, it seemed like a total of five days.
and the sixth day seemed like a week and a half. While Navin's in the bath singing, Marie tearfully writes him a note and leaves. Navin proposes to her at the top of his voice. The dog barks and jumps in the bath. Navin finds Marie's soggy note. Navin's found a hospital that gives out orange juice and cookies in return for a pint of blood. He ate there all week, three times a day, until he ran out of blood. Stan Fox has developed the glasses handle, now called the OptiGrab. As promised, Stan is splitting everything 50-50 with Navin. Navin surprises Marie at work. She calls Navin her sweetheart and they kiss and embrace. They're soon married. Navin always wished for a big house on a hill with a living room with a plaster lion from Mexico. He's bought a 24-seat dining table in a dining room with original paintings by Michelangelo and Rembrandt. He has a rotating bed with pink chiffon and zebra stripes. He has a bathtub shaped like a clam and an office with orange and white stripes. He has an all-red billiards room with a giant stuffed camel, a disco room with disco dancers, and a party room with fancy friends. He has a big backyard with Grecian statues, S-shaped hedges, and three swimming pools. Navin and Marie are getting along great. A Father Carlos Las Vegas de Cordoba shows Navin video of illegal cat juggling. Navin's disgusted and produces his checkbook. Navin's discussing financial projects. When one of his entourage is racist, Navin says he himself is black and strips to the waist, performing threatening martial arts actions. Navin soon puts the men on the floor. He tries kicking Iron Balls McGinty in the groin, but is left clutching his foot, hopping in pain. While fine dining, Navin's tired of wine from 1966. He wants to splash out on this year's wine. He notices snails on Marie's plate and commands the plate be removed. He wants some melted cheese appetizers instead. Marie's just had a knife-throwing lesson. Navin must turn sideways and put a balloon, which he happens to have with him, in his mouth. Marie's knife skewers Navin's fly and she starts crying. Marie and Navin are on their dance floor with paid party people. 
Navin appears on TV and Marie makes everyone sit down. In a change to the planned interview, an irate group of citizens, led by director Carl Reiner, is suing Navin. It turns out the handle of the optigrab makes you cockeyed. The lack of depth perception for the director was fatal. Reiner yelled, cut, too late, and a car full of actors drove off a cliff. Without the optigrab, the actors would still be alive. He's spearheading the $10 million class action suit against Mr. Johnson. Navin's guests go, leaving only Marie and Navin. Carl Reiner, along with the other 9,987,652 plaintiffs, wins the full amount of the suit. Navin's drinking, sitting at a massive desk, littered with envelopes. He's writing hundreds of cheques for one dollar, nine cents. Marie's crying, but Navin says they'll bounce back. He wants to buy Marie a diamond so big it's going to make her puke. She says she doesn't want wealth. She doesn't like the man Navin's become. Navin decides to go. Dressed in his bathrobe, trousers gathered around his ankles. He doesn't need any fancy things. Just a table lamp and a paddle ball. That's all he needs. Then he puts a chair under his arm to go with the ashtray and matches. With his items, he shuffles out the door. Outside, even his dog growls at him. He boards a bus to Santa Monica, where he trades everything for a red, stripy thermos. This brings us up to date. Navin's family get out of a station wagon. Marie called them when he left. Navin's father is apparently a financial genius. Investing wisely the money Navin kept sending home. Navin tries kissing Marie, but he smells too bad. His dad wants him hosed down. They demolish the old house and build a slightly bigger one. The entire family, including Navin, dances and sings to the music on the porch. Starring Steve Martin, Bernadette Peters, Kathleen Adams, rated 15, directed by Carl Reiner, released in the UK 1979, runtime 1 hour 34 minutes.